Welcome to the 1111 Synchronized Podcast broadcast. Everyone take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Inhaling the love, exhaling the love. How is everyone doing today? Hope everyone is well, good, safe, feeling good, feeling the vibes, feeling the retrograde season, enjoying this time. All right. So, um, if you have any topic requests that you'd like to hear covered on this channel, or if you'd like to be a feature on this channel, or if you'd like me to be a feature on yours, please reach out at Agent K21 Podcast on Instagram, on Instagram and Twitter at Agent K21. Find me on all the social me- media platforms in Holla at your girl. Let me know what you want to hear. Let me know what you want to be talking about on these days. Um, yeah, it's a lot of energy going around right now. It's good vibes. Good vibes. Take it all in stride, right? Everything is beautiful. And um, a couple days ago was Mother's Day. So, again, congratulations to all the new mothers. Happy um, mothers. Happy maternal beings, male and female. Um, celebration there. Now, there's a common misconception that says a mother's love is unconditional. Now, yes, that may be true, and and that often is true. However, there's a little bit of a caveat with that, because we can only give what we have, right? So a more accurate statement is, your parent or your guardian, your caregiver's love is unconditional, depending on the level of unconditional love they've granted themselves, right? So, um, you know, some of us who have experienced toxic parents, um, which is most of us, it's, it's more of the majority has experienced uh, not receiving unconditional love. We receive love to the best of their ability, to the best of their ability. We can only know our, we can only receive what we have, right? So people may indeed love us, but they love us depending on how much they love themselves. And they love us and understand us at the depth that they understand themselves, right? We cannot give what we do not have. And if your parent, our guardian, our caregiver did not know how to love themselves, it is impossible for them to teach you how to love yourself and impossible for them to give you unconditional love. I don't make up the rules. That's just how it is. So, what is unconditional love? What is it exactly? Because there's a lot of media, movies, TVs, books, romantic comedies, romantic novels that give an impression of love. Now, some may be a little bit more accurate, but oftentimes it is based out of lack, right? It's not the true abundance that unconditional love actually is. It's usually love based out of trauma, uh, love based out of societal conditioning, love based out of a need that needs to be met. Now, no shame in that kind of love. That is a form of love. However, is it unconditional? So what is unconditional love? Um, I think unconditional love can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people, right? But what what does the web say? What is What does the definition of unconditional love mean? Um, Let me look that up right now. Oh, there's not even a definition. What is this? What is this? The only definition is Wikipedia? Come on now. What? All right, well, well, let's see what Wikipedia has to say. Unconditional love is known as affection without any limitations or love without conditions. 
Don't you love when they use words that are part of the definition? Love without conditions. Well, what does that mean? What does that mean, right? (laughs) So to me, unconditional love, it just is. It needs no reason, yet it is every reason. It needs no explanation. It doesn't shift and wither. It stands through every circumstance. And it accepts fully. It is present. And it is never changing. It is everlasting. It can never be destroyed. And ultimately, it's who we are at our core. At the center of everything, it is unconditional love. Unfortunately, this matrix, we get programmed with conditional love. And then we see the media portray a distorted view of unconditional love, you know. And then we attach these limitations of if you love me this much, you should do X, Y, and Z. If you really love me, you wouldn't ask me for this. If you really love me, you know, and the list goes on. I'm sure you're thinking of a few yourself right now. And that is conditions. Did did you hear and feel the restriction of that? If you love me, this, this, and that. Unconditional love is the practice of um, really attuning to yourself and to the source. I feel that it is impossible to give unconditional love. And a lot of times we go the back way to try to get love. We give. We self-sacrifice. We become martyrs. We become overextending. We people please. We codependence. All of that. We try to give to get what we need. Instead of receiving, you have to receive love first before you can give it. That's kind of what is not really known. A lot of people might say, I just love this person so much, right? Or I love this thing so much. It's all external. But they have a hard time receiving that love for themselves. They just project and pour all of that love and image onto anything other than themselves. But then if they say the same words that they want to say to someone else back to themselves, if they reflect that same energy back to themselves, it's hard to receive. That right there is showing you a deficiency in self-love. Now, if there's no self-love, it's imperative that it would not be unconditional, right? Because if you hate, reject, shame yourself in any way, subconsciously, that's what you're doing to everyone else, you know? So a lot of times we may think that, oh, I'm so loving, but other people don't love me. If other people don't love you, there's a part of you that resonates with that. There's a, there's a receptor in, in you that is gravitating that, that is reflecting back to you the self-loathing that you may in fact have in yourself that has been buried deep, so subconscious that you're not even aware that, oh, I'm actually not being kind to myself. You know, you can tell the amount of self-love people have based on how they treat others and how they treat themselves, you know. So when we think of a mother's love or a parent's love and we say it's unconditional, a lot of times we don't grow up feeling like it's unconditional. Why? Because it's conditional. It's transactional. Oftentimes, not saying everybody, but most of the time we don't feel love because it's not love. It's not unconditional love. Even if the words out of someone's mouth is, I love you unconditionally. Look at how much I do for you. Right there, that's the condition. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at it. It's just the, the principles of it and the fact that it's so warped. But it's not a laughing matter because the world is in such need of love. And the biggest thing 
the biggest indicator of how you know it's unconditional love is it's not readily accepted in this world. This world operates out of a fear vibration. So if it is actually unconditional love and you haven't received that, unconditional love is commonly rejected. It just kind of comes with the territory. It's commonly rejected and abandoned because it is such a high frequency, it's such otherness that most people don't have the ability to receive it. You know, and because we've been conditioned to think that in order to receive, I must give. Unconditional love doesn't have any requirements. It doesn't require you to reciprocate it. It just is. Like, regardless of what anyone else is doing or is or isn't, unconditional love always just is. It doesn't need a reason. It doesn't need anything. It has no vindication besides itself. And, um... Like I said, it loves for no reason and yet for every reason. So it doesn't find ways to not love. It just does. It can't help but love. And um, there are so many conditions that people operate out of. Conditional love, you know. Oftentimes, people love with a form of control or a form of manipulation. Very subconscious. These people aren't wrong or bad. They're not even intentionally trying to do that. That's just... They play games to try to get love, right? They try to find, well, what can I do to win this love? What can I do to never have love abandon me? The answer to that is you can grant it to yourself. The answer to that is you can realize that you are in fact love. So love doesn't actually hurt anybody. Only people who do not know how to love hurt people. But love in itself, unconditional love that is, does not hurt in fact. So if you feel fear of, uh, you know, any of those programs of like, I'm afraid of losing love, or I'm afraid of loving and being abandoned, same thing. I'm afraid of, um, you know, loving and it being one-sided. I'm afraid of, uh, you know, what is that word? You know what I'm saying? But any of those fears, fear and love cannot exist in the same place. So if there's a fear coming up, examine where the love is lacking. And it's usually reflected back to self, right? You know, I was thinking about talking about this and I feel like I had so many thoughts of what I wanted to say. And the only thing I can really say is unconditional love just is. It just is. And um, I just feel like there's such a poor representation of it because it's not understood and it's not given to ourselves first the importance of self-love is so important because a lot of times we think that we're loving other people but we're often projecting our own insecurities or we are operating out of a deficiency but unconditional love has no well has no bottom to it you know it just continues to go it continues to be regardless it just is so um yeah I had so many thoughts I wanted to share about this and now that I'm actually recording it I I don't have anything to say but what I will say my favorite definition of love love is patient love is kind love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude it does not demand its own way it is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged it does not rejoice about injustice but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures 
through every circumstance. A lot of times people will tell us they love us, but how does it make us feel in their presence? How do we feel when we see them abandoning themselves? How do we feel when we see them people pleasing? How do we feel when we see them talk negatively to themselves? If they don't love themselves, it's impossible to give that to others. Because love is not about giving, it's about sharing. It's about sharing the overwhelming, overflowing joy of love that you already have created within yourself. And knowing that you cannot lose what you already are. So if there's a fear of losing love, it's not from a, um, it's a real fear. I'm not trying to say that it's not. But it's not from the abundance of knowing that you can never lose it. It's coming out of a, a grappling fear of like the conditions, right? It's trying to find external sources for yourself instead of connecting to the only source that I am. That is the source. And I think it's really nearly impossible to connect to unconditional love, that is, without connecting to source. Um, you know, we receive unconditional love from our children, from our pets, from certain people, certain things, movies, what have you, whatever items we might feel unconditionally loved from. But those are not the actual source. They are an extension of the source. And they can be a great way to reveal the true abundance of unconditional love. But, you know, the scarcity of feeling like we'll never have love, our love will always hurt us. That is so far from the truth. So far from the truth. And I feel that, you know, during this season, it's really starting to learn what, what unconditional love is. So I'm going to actually read an article that I just read. I just found this article uh, that I received a couple of days ago, and I, I wasn't in the place to really read it. But I, I looked at it today, and it just was like confirmation to everything. I was like, okay, this is definitely what I was already going to talk about. So how wonderful. And this comes from Moon Omens, again on Instagram, at Moon Omens, okay? You subscribe to them, if you will. They have a lot of great products, and they send um, articles every now and then. And So this article is about the Venus retrograde. So it says Venus retrograde. For those who don't know, we are in retrograde season. There are about to be four or five planets right now that are in retrograde. So take it easy, breathe deeply, and love unconditionally. All right, let's get to it. Venus retrograde. We are unconditional love. Venus will station retrograde in Gemini on May 13th, where it will remain until June 25th. This transit is inviting us to open our minds and expand our attitudes. Venus is the planet of relationships. To begin, let's think of relationships as energy exchanges. When we give or receive, we are relating. We are in constant relations with our surroundings. At times, this can be very clear, while at others, we might not even realize it. This energy of Venus has to do with all sorts of relationships. It's our romances, our family dynamics, and our friendships. Later in this article, we'll talk about how our human relationships may shift during this Venus retrograde. But first, let's talk about our relationships to each other. This retrograde is happening in the air sign of Gemini. Air is invisible, which means that the unseen force of this element will be front and center. Gemini energy is associated with our minds and perceptions of the world. It's our attitudes, beliefs, and mindsets. Although our reality appears to be tangible and physical, 
In many ways, it is merely a frequency. Tap into the frequency of love. That was me, by the way. That was my shameless plug for uh, the kids cutting. This song always comes to mind when I hear that. Anyway, back to the article. (laughs) How we define reality along with our place within it is all shifting and changing. We are asked to redefine what we consider to be real. We can think of this scene in The Matrix where Neo is learning from Morpheus. Neo, touching the armchair. This? This isn't real? Morpheus, what is real? How do you define real? If you're talking about what you can feel, what you can smell, what you can taste and see, then real is simply electrical signals interpreted by your brain. We are now given the chance to take an honest look at our relationship to the 3D reality. How are we relating to reality? Are we responding to the external world and blindly following orders? Are we believing everything we are told? Are we thinking critically? Are our minds open? This is not saying that we have to abandon the rules or ignore certain regulations. It's simply reminding us to see that everything is energy. Everything is made up of this life force energy. As we experience reality, we are reading these signals and vibrating in tandem with them. Because we are made of this energy, we can influence reality. This all starts in shifting our outlook of the world. In today's world, there is lots of information that will tell us we are powerless. We are led to become compliant, dependent, and oftentimes controlled by the external world. Instead of responding to what's occurring externally, what if we opened our minds to the power of our own beings and remember that we are conscious beings, we are consciousness, we are point of awareness in the infinite field of consciousness having human experience? What if we stop participating in external chaos and align ourselves with and operate from the place of love? Everyone knows the feeling of being around good vibes, eh? Maybe it's that smile from a stranger. Maybe it's the energy of a loving child. Maybe it's the joy that comes from being in the sun. We can think of many ways that these frequencies, our vibrations, impact our being. Maybe we get a weird feeling from someone or an idea comes that leaves us feeling excited. Maybe we experience this connection to the unseen when we join our Wi-Fi networks. The point is that all energy and we interact with these frequencies. All is energy and we interact with these frequencies. Venus retrograde in Gemini is giving us the chance to own our power. Our hearts can make a big impact on the world. As we begin to open our minds and shift our attitudes, we learn how to influence physical reality. When you look in the mirror, what do you see? Do you see the real you? Or what you have been conditioned to believe is you? The two are so, so different. One is an infinite consciousness capable of being and creating whatever it chooses. The other is an illusion, imprisoned by its own perceived and programmed limitations. Venus retrograde is asking us to get close to the infinite parts of ourselves. When we tap into this frequency, we give, we are given a paintbrush and paints. We then get to create and influence the world with our unique style. 
when we paint a picture, it's not only about logically planning and being practical. Instead, it's about allowing our hearts to take the lead, getting messy and letting our creativity flow. However, we might feel as if we are imprisoned by these programs. Venus Retrograde is here to remind us that we have the keys, that we can take ourselves, we can let ourselves free, but we must change the way we see the world and ourselves. This isn't about breaking down our limitations or rallying against an opposition. Instead, it's about creating, changing our strategies. It's about becoming externally aware of where we feel limited in asking questions. Why do we believe this is the way it is? Why are we having this experience? Why do we feel stuck? The answers may not always be clear, but when we continue to become ourselves, but when we continue to become aware of our experience, we bring the focus back to ourselves. It's when we ignore our limitations and pretend everything is normal that we lose a sense of freedom. If we do not stop to think critically, if we do not question, if we do follow blindly, then we are not listening to our hearts. When we check in with our hearts, we can access our powers. The heart has the most powerful electromagnetic field within the human energy field, and there are more nerves going from the heart to the brain than going the other way. The latter is indicative of a speaking truth that has been long forgotten. The brain is not the focus for intelligence within the body. The heart is. Our hearts know the path to take. When we give ourselves space to tune into the frequency of our hearts, we will know our next steps. We will also become aware of our limitations. When we look at our lives through the lens of our hearts, our physical realities transform. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. This Venus retrograde is about trusting ourselves and our feelings. If something feels off, it probably is. We might not be able to figure it all out, but it's important to pay attention to what we are feeling because it's those feelings that open the door to a new experience of reality. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You've felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there, like a splinter in your mind driving you mad. Venus retrograde is asking us to trust the things that feel wrong. Even if the rest of the world is telling us that they are right. When the mind feels splintered, center in the heart, from there the path will begin to unveil itself. It's as if our logical minds are getting a new operating system. We are being given new ways to use our minds. We reclaim our power when we consciously form new attitudes or beliefs. If we choose to stay the same and ignore our feelings, the potential for empowerment eludes us. There is a leveling up happening across the world. To step up to this new level, we must evaluate our thinking and mindsets. We need to run information by our hearts and trust our instincts. Our relationships to our minds are under the microscope throughout the Venus retrograde. Our physical relationships are getting are also getting revamped. Basically, it's time to do the laundry in our relationships. Venus retrograde is asking us to look at our relationships, to see what's dirty, throw them in the wash, hang them to dry, and then enjoy with a fresh start. As we begin the, this transit, our relationships may feel in need of cleaning. We may feel like our relationships are well-worn the way a pair of jeans feel after many wears. 
We may miss the, their tight fit or the way they looked when they were new. We may feel like our relationship has some old stains and needs cleaning. We have the chance to throw it all in the wash. We may feel soggy or confused as everything spins in the washing machine. Venus retrograde isn't stirring up our relationships to cause us pain. She's giving us the deep clean they need. Next comes hanging the clothes to dry. We can lay it all out on the line and give our relationships some fresh air. This might look like taking, this might look like time or space to just be. It might look like trying new things or shaking it up. Mostly this phase requires patience because we can't rush things to dry. It happens in its own time. By the end of Venus retrograde, our relationships will feel like clean sheets. We will find ourselves feeling fresh and enjoying their tight fit. During this transit, it's key to be honest with what needs cleaning instead of convincing ourselves to stay stuck in the same dirty outfit. Ultimately, the universe is giving us a fresh start. Venus retrograde is giving us a chance to see ourselves in new ways, to reclaim our energy and live from our hearts. We are given the opportunity to deep clean our relationships and make space for new adventures. Knowing the path and walking it, our hearts know the path to take, but we must also make up our minds and find the courage to act on our knowledge. Throughout this transit, we are learning how powerful our frequency can be. It takes courage to step into the fullness of who we are, but each person reading these words is capable of doing it. There is a difference between knowing the path and walking the path. Reality changes when we connect to our inner knowing and choose to follow the path of our hearts through the external world. That was the article by Moon Omens on Instagram. Uh, that article will probably be on their Instagram page as well that you can see and read. Um, definitely, you know, love is freedom. Just love is freedom. So anytime there's any type of restraint or just control, conditioning, clinginess, any of those things that feel restrictive energetically are coming from a conditional form of love, right? There should be freedom in love the love that you have for yourself and the love that you have for everything else should grant a sense of freedom, a sense of purpose. And um, furthermore, the path to unconditional love is not easy. It's not one that's found readily. You know, it's a very narrow path to find that leads to unconditional love. And it's often not taken up because to find unconditional love, we have to realize it brings a microscope on everything and what that does is it brings a painful reality that shatters our illusions of what we thought love was and with that comes the painful truth of maybe we weren't loved fully maybe we weren't loved truly and deeply as we once thought we were maybe the people who said they loved us only loved us from a shallow place or only loved the love was very hollow it wasn't unconditional and that's a very, very painful feeling and a painful realization to realize that. So uh, unconditional love is not, you know, butterflies. It's really not. It's very, um, I mean, it is in a sense, but to actually receive it, it's given freely. But it can be very difficult to receive because of 
the pain and the trauma that we've all experienced in this world. And because love is not the, love is what we need, but it's not often what we've operated out of. We've often operated out of fear, which is the exact opposite of love, and they cannot exist in the same space. And so um, oftentimes we see through a limited mirror, right? We're looking at love through kind of a dirty mirror. We need to clean that mirror off that's reflected back to ourselves. So uh, I have so much to say about this topic, but it can be it can be a little challenging to find the right words for it because it is a feeling, but there's also a way to convey that feeling. And how you convey that and how you know that is by tapping into yourself. I cannot stress that enough. And if that bothers you, if you're rolling your eyes like, oh, not this self-love stuff again, there's a resistance to it. And that's showing that you may not have been loved properly because love should be open-ended. You should be able to receive it with your palm open, right? And anything that has caused you pain, um, it has not been out of love. It has been out of our perceptions of love. It has been out of our limited knowledge of what true unconditional love is, you know? Because the truth might hurt, but it sets you free in the same way that love does. So I don't know if I'm getting my point across. I'm going to try it a different way. Um... The artist known as Mary J. Wanna actually wrote a song about love that maybe I'll play a little later. I'll beam it down. Uh, so stay tuned for that. You can hear that song about love. But I'm not sure if I'm getting my point across. So let me let me just take a minute and I'll try this another way. I'm going to try to communicate unconditional love in another way in a way that maybe will be understood. I love to love, and lately I've been feeling like love is in need of love. So much hate I suffocate trying to breathe of love. I keep my hand on the plow trying to sow seeds of love, hoping they blossom beautifully where the weeds once was, because I feel that love is in need of love so much that for me to show love is imperative. So poetically, I profusely poured love into this narrative, informative, exposed, persuasive, love-related poetry, by which I hope you are persuaded to love. Love intricately, intimately, intuitively, all-inclusively. Extend your love to someone. Love someone exclusively. Love to be affectionate. Love to kiss. Love to touch. Find someone that doesn't love themselves enough and love that person too much. To me, love is like oxygen. I simply could not breathe without it. I am so madly in love with love that I am happy to be mad about it, glad to be mad about it, empathetically ecstatic about it. And if you've ever experienced love, you know that love has some magic about it. If I could measure love in time, I would to become timeless with the passing of every minute. And if I could swim in love, I would go out so deep that it would be possible for me to drown in it. Because true love is not shallow, you have to get deep down in it and submerge yourself in love large enough for the universe to spin around in it. I was told that love is blind, so sometimes I love blindly, because if you love me at 10%, it's only right that I love you back at 90. Because some days, you'll have to love me at 90 because I can only supply 10. But it's cool because you're my partner, my ace, my companion, my best friend. But then, make no mistake, 
Love does take work every day. won't be easy. There will be drama. But I'm talking about that 50-year anniversary love like Papa loves Grandmama. That kind of love endures and that kind of love matures. And that kind of love is unconditional, reciprocal, and reassures that love will save the day and love will be your crutch. And if no one has told you today, let me say, I love you this much. Yes, yes, yes. That is a beautiful poem written by Seven. Seven, S-E, the number seven, E-N. I love to love by Seven. I believe he's on um, Facebook, Seven the Poet. You can connect with him. Um, beautiful, beautiful story. So a long time ago, I went to a Tyler Perry play. Before Tyler Perry was a, you know, movie director, producer, he was a playwright and actor. And this young man, Seven, spoke during the intermission, and he gave me this on a bookmark, this poem, and I've kept it. He signed it for me. I've kept it for a long time, and I think that's a beautiful expression of love. And, uh, Mary J. Wan is also going to say a few remarks as well about love, unconditional love. So I love you all, and I hope that this meets and greets you in high spirits. Until next time. My heart has heard you say, come and talk with me. My heart responds to yours that I'm on my way. You know, we make a great team just like kid and play. That's why I'm always thinking of you each and every day. I don't know how you even do it, but you know my every movement. And you love me just for me. That's what makes our love so congruent. I marvel in your presence, being with you every second. Only gift you are my presence, so I count you as a blessing. My only love is you. All my love for you. You can trust me when I say this because every word is true. I'm the protector of the hearts and I'ma finish what I start. No need to live in doubt and fear because we always are so near. My only love is you, one and only you. You know I would never leave from you, that's not something I would do. I ain't never gonna cheat, that's my word that I'ma keep. Let me reassure you with words that are total and complete. My love has been running for you for so long that the rivers are becoming jealous. I'm saying this love is so deep Oceans begin to drown every single time we meet This love is immeasurable Meaning is too vast The stars up in the sky Number of grains down in the sand Count the salt and sea Still can't quantify love from me You mean everything plus that and much more It's always on your mind Always on your mind Baby I'm with you because I'm always on your mind You're always on my mind You're always on my mind Baby, you're with me because you're always on my mind. I'm always on your mind. I'm always on your mind. Baby, I'm with you because I'm always on your mind. You're always on my mind. You're always on my mind. Baby, you're with me because you're always on my mind. On my mind every day. Don't have time to delay. Even if I was be walking, I know I couldn't get away. Where I go, you go. Go. 
why would I ever flee? It's an honor to know you think about me like I think of thee. Want to spend your time with me, hold my hand so tenderly. You know you got a girl crying when you reply so faithfully. Everything I do for you, and you know my heart is true. Let me reassure you, telling you these words that I will do. My love has been running for you for so long that the rivers are becoming jealous. I'm saying this love is so deep. Oceans begin to drown every single time we meet. This love is immeasurable, meaning it's too vast. The stars up in the sky, number of grains down in the sand. Count the salt and sea, still can't quantify love from me. You mean everything plus that and much more. It's always on your mind, always on your mind. Baby, I'm with you because I'm always on your mind. You're always on my mind, you're always on my mind. Baby, you're with me because you're always on my mind. I'm always on your mind. I'm always on your mind. Baby, I'm with you because I'm always on your mind. You're always on my mind. You're always on my mind. Baby, you're with me because you're always on my mind. Always. 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 It's kind of funny when you think about it. Same time.